Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DNM on the stuff that matters. Welcome to our bonus episode. Do, do, do. Yay! Is that how we start bonus episodes, or we just yeah. say hi? Sure. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So uh, this is yes, as Lozzie said, bonus episode. Happy mm-hmm. Friday! Happy what Friday! What a way to what a way to end the week on a fun little ep. Yes, exactly <laughs> <Wow>. right. <laughs> Wow. Well, let's get straight into it. So this episode is one that, well, this part, obviously, you have not heard before, but we are celebrating something very exciting at Keeper Cleaner Mm. that we will chat to you about very soon on this episode. (laughs) But we wanted to re-release an episode that we did over a year ago Mm. about meditation, the benefits Mm -hmm. of meditation, um, all Mm. of those things, and bring it back to your attention because I think it's all it's something that we all need in lockdown at the moment. Oh, hundred percent. Self, self-care is just like so important. And obviously meditation is a, is one way to, um, look after yourself and to, um, I forgot, I've lost for words, but meditation is a great way to give yourself some love and some self-care. And it's something that when I'm in a good routine of it, I do feel really good and after every time I do it I'm like why don't I do this more it's kind of like yoga why don't I practice this more and practice makes perfect and what I mean by perfect is imperfectly perfect which we do touch on with Meg there is not a perfect way of meditating and there's no wrong way to do it Um, but I think the most important thing is that you do make time for yourself and laws outside of you know touching on meditation is there any ways that you've been showing yourself some self-care or some self-love during this time to kind of step back from it all walking outside getting outside Mm. and you know it might be a meditation in my ears it really depends on how I'm feeling but I feel Mm. like because we are just we're inside a lot at the moment Mm. being able to get outside each day get some it might not be sunny we can't always get vitamin d but (laughs) get just get some fresh air and go for a walk I feel like for me is my biggest form of self-care at the moment and depending on how I feel like I'll put on a meditation or uh, which it seems funny you can walk and and listen to a guided meditation we have a walking exactly meditation. so mm-hmm. you can do that and that's it's really nice to turn that on or listen to a podcast um or just some nice happy music that's mm-hmm. what i'm doing what's your self-care at the moment oh yeah i'm the same Walk, walking for me is like absolutely a form of meditation that i've always found um really important in my routine and i think particularly in lockdown when you're inside all day it's just so important to get outside i've even been making sure that i'm doing short walks on the really cold or really wet days even if it's just around the block because it does kind of it resets me a little bit mm. in, for lack of better words um like i i feel like the fresh air and the cold just kind of brings energy and light and it's just a bit doom and gloom if you stay inside all day collectively lots of days in a row it's it's really tough and look for all of you in quarantine in that kind of lockdown I really feel for you Mm. when Josh and I did that over Christmas and New Year's um not getting that walk was like really tough so I really do feel for you know that you're not in it forever um but if you are just in lockdown make the most of that you know walk for the people that can't and just get outside um and then outside of that just just me time which is obviously a lot harder these days to have me time um because especially if you live with a housemate aka 
partner. <laughs> yes, yes. So we have a partner, but also just like and a child. Oh my god, you have a child. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah like, I'm calling dogs to my housemate at the moment because he's annoying me. But yes, um, yeah, you also have a child. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just still making time for me. That's that's the way I'm making sure that I'm still kind of having some self care. And it's funny. You know, in this podcast we that we're, you know, re-releasing today, we recorded it a year ago and when I was listening back over it, it's crazy because we're talking about lockdown in it. It's just it's it's so true to to now. It still it still all makes so much sense what we talk about and what we go through and it's still also helpful because we're in lockdown again and um it's it's all still relative. So we hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, it is coming out because of a very exciting launch. Lawsy, do you want to tell everyone what this bonus app is is for? Why are we doing it? Ask me. Exciting. Ask me what month it is. What month is it, Laws? Well, it's Sleep Temper. <laughs> no, I love. I love. What a play on words. So we are launching Sleep Temper. That's, that's <laughs> what we're here for. So this month. At Kick, we are focusing on self-care, meditation, and sleep. So we have just dropped into the Kick app 10 guided meditations to help with sleep, anxiety, and calm, brand new meditations, which are mm. so zen and fantastic. And yeah, really love them. Highly recommend giving guided meditation a go if you haven't already. I think at the moment, I mean, while this episode, as you said before, Seth, is so... Uh, relevant to now because we mm. were in lockdown last year mm. and we were very much in the same mindset. I think something that I'm really struggling with this year where I really needed meditation is getting to sleep. I'm not as tired mm. at night because, I mean, it's so like we're, we're so lucky. Work is really busy um, mm. and, and filling, and for me, filling all my days. But I still find maybe because I haven't, you know, been out about in the car and done the commute and all of those things, I'm just not as tired. Mm. And then um, getting to sleep is harder. So these meditations, the new sleep meditations have been very, very helpful for that. Yes, me too. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a funny one sleep at the moment because whilst we don't have a lot on, um, but you're still working your mind, I feel like, especially if you don't have like a catch up with girlfriends or, you know, a family outing or whatever to break up your days, the weeks, the weekdays are blending into the weekends. Mm. And um, even on the days I'm not working, there's things I'm thinking about. And when it comes to going to sleep, it's really hard to switch off because, yeah, you don't have those other distractions that you're used to. So I'm finding the meditations really useful for that. And also for, you know, the 2 a.m. feeds when Harvey decides he wants to, to wake up and not go back to sleep. And I've been up long enough to not be able to drift off easily myself. It's It's been really helpful to... Um, to put my earphones in and fall back asleep after a lot of his sleepless nights. I can imagine. Well, I can't imagine because I, I haven't been in that situation, but yes, it would be really hard. But you've said yourself, I remember you mentioning the other week when Bill had an accident overnight and you had to like, you had to clean something overnight. You It then woke you up yes, quite a bit. Yes, 100%. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy today's um, episode. It was really great to, to re-listen over it. It's really sparked my, um, I suppose, motivation to get back into regular 
practice of meditation. Meg's really great. She breaks it down and talks to like beginners getting into meditation, ways of kind of tips and tricks of getting back into it if you if you've fallen out of it. Looking at meditation in a different way, knowing that you don't have to actually sit, you know, down in a little yogi pose or anything like that. There's so many other ways of meditating and of getting the same benefits of meditation. So really looking at it kind of outside of the box. She's she's great with that. Um, and then talks to normalizing your thoughts running wild while you're meditating. I think for us, when we heard her say that, it was so uh, it was so great because I think as as people who are just getting into meditation or who don't practice it regularly, I think you can get really down on yourself or judge yourself a little bit for trying to sit down and, and do a practice, and your mind kind of goes away from the the guided meditation, and she just kind of teaches you to to come back to it all. So we hope you enjoy it. And then at the end of our chat, guys, we actually play one of our original um, meditations by Meg, which is a really really great meditation. Kind of brings it all back to basics. So as long as you're not driving, because <laughs> it's quite relaxing. Um, yeah, make sure you hang around at the end and, and follow a meditation and you'll get a little bit of a taste of, of what the kick meditations are like. Yeah, and if you want to try, listen to any of them um, after the episode, you can find them in the app in our wellness hub. If you're not a kick member, you can join us. We've got a seven-day free trial, so you can give it a go. If you're not locked in. Um, and, yeah, we would love for you to try out meditation and bring mm. some more meditation into your life. We need some Zen right now. Meg <laughs> has also written a blog on the benefits of sleep meditation, which is now live on the kick website. So we'll include that link on the show. The sh- well, oh, the show <laughs> in the show notes. Um, if you, if you want to read some more and enjoy, enjoy. Hello, Meg. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So you are in your home with your little ones. How's it been? Um, messy and chaotic. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it's been quite lovely for us to have that extra time together. Um, and in many ways, being in isolation isn't actually that different from mum life. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. I've seen... I'm seeing everyone, um, like I've got a few friends who are new mums and they're saying it's, it's quite, as you just said, it's quite similar to their normal life really. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also seeing not comparing puppies to babies, but I'm seeing a lot of ba- people are getting puppies at this stage. And I thought the other day, this is actually the best time to have like a newborn or a puppy or something. Cause you've just got all the time in the world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And do you know what, if you have a puppy at the moment, um, if the lockdowns, you know, become more strict. Having a dog is it a reason why you're actually allowed to go out for a walk. Uh, so it's a good excuse if you're looking to get one. <laughs> that is good. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so we are so excited to have you on. We absolutely love having you a part of the program. Um, love your meditations. Oh, always have. You. You've been practicing for a very long time, haven't you? So you started around the age of four. Um, mm. I read that your mum was a fan of meditation. Yeah. Um, but then you spoke about losing touch with it a little bit through your 20s. Do you yeah. want to just speak a little bit about your journey through meditation and mm. um how it's been for you over your life? Yeah, absolutely. So mum used to read like guided meditation stories to my sister and I when we were little, which was just so divine. It was such a lovely way for us to kind of wind down at bedtime. Um, So it was quite sort of normalised in our family. 
And then when I was a teenager, I just kind of got into that like usual teenage um, way of being where I had mum saying, you know, you should meditate, Meg, like if you're feeling anxious or stressed. And I was like, no, nah, that's so lame. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, and at that time, I got more into yoga instead. And that was kind of like my meditation practice. Um and it was interesting as my yoga practice progressed throughout my late teens and into my early 20s, um, I just incrementally came back to meditation. It sort of started with the Shavasana at the end of the yoga practice and then um, the studio that I was practicing yoga in was offering um, the opportunity to just stay a little bit longer afterwards and meditate. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to give it a try again um, and see how I feel. And I just loved it. And it made mm. such a big difference to the anxiety that I was carrying around and that feeling of like, I don't really know who I am. I don't really know what I want. Um, and being able to kind of connect with myself on a deeper level. So yeah, it was probably sort of like my early to mid twenties that uh, I really ramped up the practice and I started meditating every day consistently um, just by listening to guided meditations that were available online. And I, it just kind of happened one day that this became my job. Um, I don't exactly <laughs> know how, but yeah, it's been a really, really amazing and transformative journey. And I think it's the thing that's kind of shaped me as a person. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, well, yeah, we absolutely love your meditations and yeah, um, we've been doing them so much, especially in this time. I think it's it's such a stressful time for everyone and there's so much unknown and I think that yeah. kind of is making people's anxiety even worse. Oh, um, why do you think people should meditate? I mean, I feel like in this time it's probably a really kind of nice time to start because it might be able to help people but why do you mm. think people should start I think meditation is such an amazing tool to use for stress relief first and foremost and particularly in times like now where we're facing things like um, so much uncertainty and I mean uncertainty is kind of always there for us anyway um, but dealing with things like uncertainty and anxiety and um, I don't know, just navigating life itself, which can be full of all sorts of different twists and turns. Um, meditation is the most powerful tool to reduce your stress response um, in the way that it actually changes your brain. So research has shown that a regular meditation practice actually shrinks your amygdala, which is um, our brain's sort of stress center. Um, so it helps to reduce that fight or flight response that I think a lot of us get stuck in. So instead of just automatically feeling like really reactive and heightened emotions and um, that sort of overwhelm, it can help to mitigate some of that to bring you back down to a place of kind of responsiveness and calmness and clarity of thought. And that's so powerful uh, from a mental health perspective more than anything as well. Oh, absolutely. It sounds like I need to be doing uh, meditation maybe more often. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying. Like I, I'm, I've certainly been enjoying it and um, 
including it more in my routine, yeah. but I, I still fall into that fight or flight way too often. Oh, my God, don't um, we all? You, <laughs> you mentioned um, before that for a moment there, your yoga practice was kind of your way of meditation. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many different ways of meditation, not just guided meditations, mm. which I personally, mm. uh, that, they're my favourite at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, if someone's looking for, I suppose if they're a beginner and they're really not sure where to even begin, um, is there a starting point you believe someone should probably start with a guided meditation or is there a different one? And then how do they kind of work out what's going to be the meditation for them? Mm. Like how should they feel? Oh, Absolutely. Look, I think the thing is, is that everyone is so different um, and there are mm. lots of different meditation sort of uh, styles and philosophies out there that are quite prescriptive and they say you have to meditate for X amount of minutes every day um, in order to get the benefits. And I don't really believe that that's true. I think that mm. uh, my philosophy is practice small amounts but consistently so if you're a beginner, the idea of meditating for like 20, 30, 40 minutes seems so overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, to mm. sit and do nothing mm -hmm. for that whole time, that's impossible. Um, so to start with three or five minutes. And I think that's one of the things that is so amazing about the meditations that we share on uh, the Keep It Cleaner app is that there are some of those shorter options uh, mm. So start with those, try the guided style. Um, that might not work for everyone. Some people might think, you know what, I just want to try meditating with my breath or meditating mm. with a mantra like let go or so hum. Um, and that's an option too. You know, I think that it's actually quite helpful to try a few different styles, try a few different teachers, um, something that resonates with you might not resonate with someone else so yeah I think that if you have a bit of a play around and and make it enjoyable and a joyful experience rather than just like I have to do my meditation practice because it will help me de-stress um, that's kind of the best way to start and as you become more accustomed to meditating you might want to then lengthen the time that you're practicing mm. you know it might feel like oh I actually want to linger in this a bit longer and, and go for maybe five ten minutes today or, or maybe 20 minutes you know you kind of just get to that point naturally over time um, but also there are lots of different physical ways that we can find that sense of getting into a med meditative state too like through yoga or surfing mm. or going for a walk or a run. Uh, so it doesn't always have to be that kind of stillness practice uh, that might seem more difficult for someone who is particularly anxious as well. Yeah, okay. Mm. It's nice because we've already had the feedback from some people um, who love the meditations on the app that mm. they're ready for those longer ones. So it's, it's really nice. Um, but I agree. I had to start with the, the shortest <laughs> short <laughs> meditations because I was such a fidgeter. And I, yeah. I honestly reckon also that um, the more I've gotten into yoga, the more I've gotten into meditation. Yes, absolutely. They go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah I'm exactly the same. I remember when um, kind of, I hadn't really heard of meditation and then I found it was all over social media. 
And I was like, okay, I have to do it. And I thought to do meditation, you had to sit in silence with yourself for 20 minutes and be able to center your thoughts into like three words or something. And I was like, this just can't work. I can't do it. And I used to get so mad at myself because I was like, I usually, if I practice, I can do things. But with that, I couldn't. And then finding out about guided meditations, which I just prefer so much. um, It's, yeah, really helped me. Yeah. And it's so funny. People still say to me the whole time, they're like, I just can't clear my mind. Like I can't empty my mind of thoughts. There's still so many thoughts going on. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Like your mind is still going to be busy when you're meditating. Um, Mm. Asking your mind to stop thinking would be like asking your heart to stop beating for a little while. Like it's just impossible. Um, So what we want to do is let thoughts be there, but try not to engage with them as much. So that's where the guided meditations are helpful because you've got someone there in the background saying, you know, come back, just come back to the guidance, (laughs) come back to your breath, come back to your body. And and it's kind of a bit easier to know that you're on the right path and you're doing a beautiful job, but it is hard work. Meg, is there any other tips other than obviously what you've already shared for Mm. beginners? Um, like maybe the, the simplest of simple tips um, for someone that has absolutely never, ever tried it. They might have even never tried yoga. Um, should they sit? Should they lie down? Like where mm. should they be? Like what, where should they begin? Mm. I think the thing is um, you want to be as comfortable as possible. So if it's comfortable for you to sit, then sit. If it's comfortable for you to lie down, lie down. Um, I think the less rules, the better. So make yourself super comfy. Um, Be somewhere that you're not going to be interrupted. Uh, So Mm. be in bed or um, on a sofa in a separate room. Um, Some people can meditate in their car, just, you know, sitting there with the guidance going through Bluetooth or whatever. Um, But, yeah, just find somewhere that's going to be peaceful and quiet for just that short little bit of time that you're practicing and uh, if you are listening to a guided meditation plug in and let go of the expectations that you have so you might actually not feel relaxed through meditating um, when you first start you know as you said that you felt quite restless and fidgety um, that's totally normal too so I think letting go of those expectations and the judgments that we have around things really helps. So just go into the practice with a really open mind and heart and let it unfold. Um, And you might finish that first meditation thinking, oh, that was a waste of time. Didn't work for me at all. Um, But go back, you know, try it again, try it again, try it again. And you might notice incrementally that it gets a little bit easier and a little bit more enjoyable as well. And all of a sudden, hopefully you'll find yourself hooked like I am um, and you'll just keep going back for more. Well, we can't thank you enough for your time. We're actually really excited um, for everyone listening uh, later on in the podcast. We are going to play one of our favourite meditations um, from you on our app um, so everyone can try. Obviously, if you're driving, maybe don't do it yes, driving if you're listening over. to this driving. <laughs> <laughs> but we should all be in ISO and sitting at home anyway. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited to share one of your meditations with everyone. And again, we can't thank you enough for being a part of the kick program we love you and the the girls absolutely love your meditation so yeah thank thank you you. so much i love you guys too and (laughs) yeah i hope everyone enjoys their isolation and their opportunity to meditate 
So we hope you guys enjoyed that chat. I have learned so much um, from Meg through listening to her guided meditations and mm. I just love her perspective on it. As, as I was saying in the podcast, I used to think meditation just wasn't for me because I'm not able to sit in my own thoughts for 20 minutes and I just couldn't focus on, as I was saying, like mm. the mantras or whatever you're meant to do. But <clears throat> for me, guided meditation has been amazing and I find them I just can connect with them so much and as Meg said in in that conversation what I loved is that it doesn't matter if there's still things racing through your mind like it doesn't mean that you failed the meditation but I think sometimes that that's how what that's what I thought about it kind of before um I learned from Meg Oh, totally. I found that so refreshing hearing her say, it's okay that thoughts come up. It's okay if you still feel a bit fidgety. Um, Even, I suppose, once you get into practice, there is going to be days like that. And I think that's so nice to hear because I agree. I feel like when I first started or trying meditation, even with the guided meditation, when thoughts would come up, I would just be like, oh, what's the point in even doing this? I'm not even listening to it. Mm. Like I I suck at this, you know, because I I wasn't switching my mind off, which is, you know, there's so many messages out there where I feel like it it says that that's kind of what you have to do. Um, So that was refreshing. And I really did like that. I also liked that she spoke about yoga and other movements like running and walking being types of meditation. Um, Obviously things that just get you in that meditative space where you're slowing things down and slowing your thoughts down and focusing on little things like your breath or movement movement. Um, I thought that was really cool because I can certainly relate to that. Um, when I go on long walks and stuff like that, if I, if I ever do it kind of switched off a bit and, you know, don't touch my phone the whole time, I definitely fall into a state of kind of gratitude and like Mm. calmness and everything, everything does slow down a little bit. And certainly ever since I started practicing yoga, I have found meditating so much easier because I'm appreciating those kind of slower things and taking a breath and focusing on my breath. And, you know, obviously in yoga practice, you have to breathe through so many awkward and uncomfortable positions. Um, and all that has taught me is taking that kind of off the mat into life, being able to slow things down and just breathe, um, and maybe follow a guided meditation. And so I just, I just love that there's no right or wrong in like Mm -hmm. how you can meditate, um, which I think is is super important and people just have to find what what works for them, I suppose. But it is important to give it a go, I think. I think no matter, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't suffer from anxiety or, you know, um, don't often find yourself stressed out or anything like that. I think we can all get really busy at times or we're all a bit go, go, go. We've all got naturally that fight or flight kind of reactiveness. So I think meditation is for everybody. I don't, mm. um, I think it's like, why not give it a go? I agree, absolutely. And we have got a special surprise to finish yeah. off this um, this podcast. So as we said at the start, Meg's meditations, her guided meditations are um, on our Keep It Cleaner app and we are going to play one to finish off. So this one is called Meditation 101. Yes, yes. So it'll give you a chance to, if you've never meditated before, um, follow a guided meditation. And if you have meditated before, maybe you can see what it's like to meditate with Meg. But we certainly love this one. It kind of brings it back to basics with meditation. We hope you guys enjoy listening along. That is it from us today. We will be back next Wednesday on the KickPod. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at KeepItCleaner, at Laura.Henshaw, at Steph Clearsmith, and of course, our website www.keepitcleaner.com.au and enjoy this meditation from Meg.
Thanks, guys. Begin by settling into your body. Finding a posture that feels comfortable for you. Take a deep breath in. Right the way down into your belly. And then slowly breathing out. If you haven't already, lightly closing down your eyes and start to turn your awareness inwards. As best you can, letting go of any ideas of what this practice should look or feel like. Meditation is all about observing your experiences without judgment or reaction, but with a sense of acceptance, openness and curiosity. So just start to feel into the gentle rising and falling of your breath. Perhaps for the first time, really being aware of how it feels in your body to be breathing. As you stay with your breath, allow your thoughts, feelings, and any body sensations to just happen. Allowing sounds and other distractions to be there without resistance or reaction. Knowing that all you have to do in this moment is simply pay attention to your breath. Experiencing the breath with a sense of openness and curiosity. And each time your mind wanders off, simply bringing it back to the next breath. And the next. And the next.
And finally, beginning to draw your awareness back to the world around you once again. Finding small movements through your fingers, your toes. Making each breath a little deeper than the one before it. Taking your time to slowly blink your eyes back open. Mm. 